A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Hi guys, this is Tina. Welcome to Flawed and Free. And I am the Warrior Princess. I'm your host. I am also a spiritual warfare strategist, a prophetic intercessor, and a deliverance minister. Flawed and Free takes great pleasure in supporting you on your journey from your now to your next. Our mission is to build, equip, and empower disciples of Christ utilizing kingdom principles to support their journey from their flaws of their past to their freedom of their future. If this is your first time, thank you. I'm so glad you have made it. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast as we proceed forward. And for those that are returning, thank you again for coming back and always supporting me. It is an honor and a pleasure to serve all of you. Today, I would like to discuss and talk about hearing, hearing the voice of God and whatever else the Holy Spirit leads me to share with you, I will do that as well. But as usual, before we move forward, let's invite the Holy Spirit into this space. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, Lord, I thank you, God. I pray, oh God, that you decrease me, but that you increase in this platform, on this podcast, for all of those that will listen. I thank you in advance for what you are doing in our lives, what you are even, what you even have yet to do in our lives. God, I thank you, God, for being omnipotent and all powerful and mighty. And I just pray, God, that whatever it is that you have given me to speak, that they are able to to receive it as you give it. God, we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We invite the fire of the Holy Ghost into this platform right now in Jesus' mighty and matchless name. Amen. So, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, I'm glad you are here and you are in for a treat as usual with me, your girl. So, there are a number of things I was considering even speaking of this week, but God has been really moving me in the area of um, expansion of spiritual giftings and hearing and training my ear to hear. And I be- I remember, and he wanted me to share, when I was earlier in my walk, um, trying to understand and, and know the will of God for my life and discern when the Holy Spirit was speaking, when I was speaking, or when there was a demonic spirit that was speaking and trying to discern, to filter and decipher between what is what and which is which. I quickly discovered you guys that it was relationship. It was relationship, not just receiving him, um, 
um, in my heart and in my mind that I had to develop a life um, of fasting and prayer. And it was that intimacy that allowed me to then develop the relationship where I could discern his voice from my own, where I could discern his from others. And even at times we error, right? We're like, I thought that was God. Was that God or was that me talking? And the more you filter and as the more you meditate on the word of God, the more you develop that intimacy with God, the more you spend time laying low before the father and listening, then you can determine when it's him speaking, when it's you, and when it's a voice other than either of the two. And so over time, you will begin to learn and God will begin, the Holy Spirit will begin to help train your ear. And I'm in a season right now where some new giftings have been unleashed and he's expanded some of the ones that I already have. And as he continues to increase me, he is asking for more of my time um, spiritually and and for me to be trained on this level. And so as you move from one area and one from one site from Lord, I always do this. My brain be moving quicker than my mouth. When you go from one end of the spiritual spectrum to the other end of the spiritual spectrum, it's really unending, right? It's really as infinite as you allow, right? Because I consider even myself a forever student. And so when I receive salvation, when I receive Christ, even as a young child, as a young believer, um, when I was still sipping on Similac on milk, the milk of the word, God has, um, I picked it up and put it down, right? Picked it up and put it down because for many years I was unable to stay focused on the word of God. And I was distracted with the plans of the enemy for my life and perversion and other things that I was struggling with as many of us are. And so in those moments that I put God down, I could not hear, right? I could not develop and expand and increase in him because I was exalting myself and my own selfish desires above his. And so he couldn't work with that, right? He couldn't help me get from my now to the next because it was, uh, you know, what I wanted superseded what he wanted. And so the more that you submit and surrender um, and give over your your legal right to the Lord who created you, then you can fulfill the, the will and the word that God has put into your spirit, into your mind. And then you will be able to hear and discern the voice of God over any other other voice. And so as the good shepherd that he is, he, you know, he says the word of God says that we will know his voice or we will know that when he calls out to us that we will know, how do you know? Because you have relationship. A shepherd has a relationship with his sheep. So you know him and he knows you. How does this happen? This happens by taking time and being intentional and purposeful with your desire to seek his heart above your own. And so as God, God has moved me from glory to glory. And as he moves you from glory to glory, then you will then begin to allow God to increase in your life as you decrease and allow him to purify, prune away and purge away those things that you may have experienced in life through it, through maybe um, things that were spoken over your life or, or told or 
were given or, um, you know, or you may have experienced through your own Ill, uh, Ill intent or your own sin and transgressions. So as you move and as you desire and you seek the heart of God, he will then begin to open up and reveal more and more and more of himself to you where you will clearly be able to understand, discern and know the difference. And I remember as a newer believer, I would look to people that were on the spiritual spectrum and I'll talk more about the spiritual spectrum that I just coined in conversation. And so I spiritual spectrum is more of what I've referenced as going from glory to glory. So I may be in this space. Let's say that I'm in second grade, right? Or I'm in fifth grade on my spiritual walk and journey. You might be on in seventh grade or 10th grade on your, on your spiritual journey. That doesn't mean that you hear from God any less. That doesn't mean that you're anointed any more or any less or blessed any more or any less. It's just the area in which, and the space in which you obtain in that moment, the space and God is responsible from helping you move from first to second to third, from fourth to fifth to sixth. And so it, you know, I speak to people about the spiritual spectrum because inferiority and the spirit of comparison will sometimes have us, um, have us in our feelings about where we are or where we should be like, God, I've been saved all my life. I should be doing better. I should be um, more spiritually aware or more conscious of certain things. You know, I've been desiring and, and asking God for specific gifts and I have not received them. Um, you know, but my, my sister in Christ, who is a new convert has just received the spirit or the gift of speaking in, in tongues or praying in tongues. And I have not, and I've been on this. So we will compare ourselves one to another, not just in the natural realm, but we will compare ourselves spiritually with where God has us. And so I try to explain to the people that I mentor and those that I counsel or assist along this spiritual spectrum, along this journey from where they once were to where they're heading and where they're trying to, to be that God will meet you wherever you are in the spiritual spectrum, wherever you are in whatever space that you reside, that you hold, that God will meet you there. So if you're concerned about not being able to hear the voice of God, or maybe at one time you had a really close, intimate walk with God, and now you feel as if he's non-existent, that he's not there, that he can't hear you. And so this is the time to where you just regroup, right? You just regroup and you take yourself back to the foundation of the father. You take yourself back to the floor of the father, back to the feet of Jesus, and you surrender and you lay all of your cares, your concerns, your burdens, your worries, everything that that is placed on your back and on your shoulders and you unpack, you unpack and you place them down at his feet because he is almighty and all powerful and he is understanding and he knows every intricate detail of you and he is concerned about every single part of you from A to Z and everything in between. He was there then and he's there now and he will continue to be there as you put one foot in front of the other to go from your now to your next. And so that is what led me into this conversation on this podcast today to say, sis, and if this is a gentleman, don't worry about where you are or where you're trying to be. God will meet you there. And if you seek his face and all of these things will be added unto you, all of the desires of God, all of the purposes and plans of God will be added unto you. Matthew 6, 33, if you read that explains that we seek ye first the kingdom of God. And so continue to keep your focus 
focus on the father as a deliverance minister. I know that, um, and we will continue to talk more about demonology, about the supernatural, the spiritual realm, which is amazing, but we cannot forget about being conscious and keeping our, our conscious minds and thoughts and hearts toward God. And always that, that the Lord, our God is, is, is all knowing is omnipotent. I'm omnipresent is omniscient. He can be all places at the same time. He can be, um, all things to you at the same time. And so why is it that he would not allow you to, to become, to draw closer to him? Why would he not, um, show you the mysteries of God? Why would he conceal things that you're desiring to know about your future spouse or about, uh, about career choices or about friendship choices, business choices, uh, things that are going on in your life that you don't understand things that you want him to unveil, to reveal, to heal in your life. He will do all of these things. And some, all you have to do is to petition his help in prayer through Thanksgiving, through supplication, through repentance, and just bring all of your cares to him. And then you will then begin to, to develop an intimacy, a relationship that will allow you to hear him in a deeper way. And even now, though I am hearing God, I've heard God in a certain way. There were times he would speak to me through the word. There was times that he would, I would maybe hear his audible voice. There are times that he spoke through someone else, through a prophetic word or through some signs and symbols, um, things of that nature. And so we have to stop limiting and boxing God in with where we think or how we think he is supposed to speak to us. We have to open up our hearts and our minds to allow God to speak to us in ways that he has never spoken to us before. And so in this season, God is training my ear to hear. He is training my ear to hear because there's some new giftings. There's some new mantles that have been released in my life as they are yours, as God is releasing new mantles, as God is releasing and opening you up to new opportunities in him, then he won't always speak and you won't always hear as you have heard before. So you must come to God with where you are, no matter where you want to be, no matter where you once were, no matter if you think that you're delayed or behind or whatever the situation is, you just take it to the father and he will then train you. The Holy Spirit will then train you to, to, to listen and to, and to take note of how he is speaking to you. Don't get frustrated. Don't get agitated. Don't get anxious. Don't have an itching ear. And so many people that don't want to take the time to to enlist the help of the father through intimacy and prayer and through revelatory wisdom and knowledge that he will give you in these times that they will constantly seek out prophetic voices and constantly seek out those that will have giftings in the calling and the ministry of of deliverance or healing or or whatever part of the ministry because they don't want to take the time to build that intimacy that is needed to hear from God but God wants to give you a word directly. There are some people that God, there are certain words that God wants to give that he doesn't want to use a third party or a third person because then it is left under interpretation. Then it is left under, under, uh, misidentification or mis, you know, misinterpretation. So people say, oh, well, I know. And they stand on the word. And even when they receive a prophetic word, they don't take it back to the Holy spirit to confirm and to, and to, 
to give them further revelation. They just take it at face value. And God was like, hey, I was going to give you a new word. I was going to give you do a new thing in your life. I was going to unlock and unleash some things and give you the revelation beyond. This was just a starting point just to set you on track, just to realign you, just to help you know that what you heard before was right. What you heard before you questioned. And I've sent someone to confirm. I sent someone to witness the word of God through me as a as a prophet or or to speak and prophesy over your life. But you cannot limit the word of God in this way. You must continue to seek and search and and the heart of God so that he can reveal through revelation what he wants you to hear, what he wants you to know. And so um, I've entered into a fast, an impromptu fast. It was not one that I even knew that I would do. I fast every week. I fast for deliverances and I fast as led. And the Lord was leading me into my private secret space with him, um, which we spent a lot of time in, in my prayer closet. And he began to reveal that he needed me to go into um, a moment of fasting and however long it took. And, and I, I needed to be obedient, which was never, it was just never an issue. And so he gave me a time frame, which I received and, um, but I'm open to go beyond that. If he need be, he said, he said, daughter, I want to train your ear. I want to train your ear to hear. And I'm like, okay, God, I'm here for it. This is an answered blessing. This is an answered prayer because though I know that I hear the voice of God, there have been those moments that I have questioned, was that him or was that me? And been fearful for answering or for giving a word to someone one because I was out. This is a new place, right? This is, this is, these are new giftings that are being opened up in my life. And I'm like, Lord, did I hear that correctly? I don't want to be out of order. I don't want to be out of alignment. Keep me in the right space so that I am not, um, falsely prophesying or, or being a false, uh, witness or, or anything. I just want to make sure that there's no demonic presence or opposition or hindrance that'll keep me from operating and hearing you the way that you have ordained me to hear. And so I have continued to lay myself at the feet of the father for him to train me for the Holy Spirit to train me up so that I can see and hear in new ways so that my spiritual sight can be more of what he wants me to be in this season and prepare myself for that in which is to come. So I want to encourage you this day that some of you may feel like I don't hear or I missed it or I missed the mark or or I misinterpreted it's okay you can go to the father you can repent you can ask for him to meet you in the space that you're at wherever you are on the spiritual spectrum he will meet you there and he will help you to go from where you are to the next space I'm going to give you an example of even in my old job a testimony where the devil lied to me the devil spoke to me and told me to quit my job now I was under a lot of oppression and persecution Execution toward the latter parts of uh, my tenure at the job that I, I was released from in August of 2020. And so I was spending great, 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 great amounts of time fasting and in prayer. And my ministry was um, expanding into the workplace. Um, it was it was somewhat personal before then. And God was taking me through a num- um, deliverance at the time in a number of areas. And so he was allowing me 
made to operate in certain circles outside of work um, on a part time like basis. But there was a desire, a deep desire for full time ministry. But in t- I, I was afraid because there was um, the walk and the life that I had lived for many years was was built up in my own hand, was built up in the comfort of my job, of my career, my education and my experience. And so I was unaware and unknowing and ignorant to what God was trying to do in my life. And so there were times that I knew very, 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 very clearly um, when God had called me to start flawed and free, when God had started to expand and open up my heart and my mind for business as an entrepreneur, as a faith-based entrepreneur, not knowing where to start, what to do, um, or even what the resources or where they would come from. But I began to hear the direction and the guidance and the leading of the Holy Spirit to move into these areas. And it was unknown, unfamiliar and foreign territory, which allowed the allowed myself to kind of fear to arise in my spirit. And God walked me through that day by day by day. And yes, there were days that I took some steps backward and chose to listen to myself out of familiarity, out of comfort and trust for myself. And God began to rebuke me in areas and would send a rebuke or or something to me to basically put me back on track to, to align myself with his word for my life. And so personal testimony, I'm going through this persecution, this opposition at my job and, and I'm being hit left and right, bust upside my head, literally left and right. And the more I ministered in the place, the more that I prayed in the place, the more the warfare, the hotter the warfare got. And so I was not able to do things as I once was in my own mind and my own strength. So I began to partner more than I ever have as God began in that space to use it as training ground, to use it to build me up in an area that I I was not, um, I had not had experience in spiritually, but God began to show and teach me patience in that place. He began to speak to me in ways that I'd never heard him before as he continues to do that to this day. So this particular day I had told Totally had it with my job, like totally. And God was telling every time they would do something, he'd say, pray for them. He'd give them, he'd give me certain things to pray about. He would give me a word of knowledge about the people that were persecuting. Um, he would, he would, he would have me to pray in the morning, get up extra early for these, for these leaders and for the people that, that I was called to, and that he had called to me even in that job. And I was like, God, why, why, why? And so he was continuing to train me and show me how to be obedient despite what I understood. And so I do remember a day where I was fed up y'all. Listen, your girl's working through her lunch. I'm working after work, um, and all extra work, stressed out, tired, just, you know, some days even taking it out on my kids because I'm exhausted. I'm miserable. I'm unhappy. And I had just found so much pleasure in what I built up in my life through my career. And now I found zero pleasure in it. I got no gratification in it at all. I could see the power of the enemy just coming for me because I still had a heart for God and his people and the people that I worked for. I could see that they did not. 
I could see that everything that God was showing me was in complete contradiction and opposition to the things that they were requiring of me in that place. And so I became more and more and more uncomfortable. And I remember when my prayer started to change from God to, to save me, rescue me, um, and, 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 you know, fight them and beat them. And I definitely prayed warfare prayers, right? But there were days that I was upset with God. Like, you don't see this. You don't hear this. You don't see what's happening to me. You have not come to rescue me. You have not come to save me. I was waiting on this, this day that they, their seats would be unhanded, that you would literally, um, come to my rescue and you would show me a tangible, a tangible, um, gift, right. For the work that I was doing in prayer, you would, you would show me that, um, their destruction and destroy them and allow me to see this because you know that this is demonic and this is not of God. And that didn't happen right day after day after day, they continue to press down, press down, press down. And so this one day I had been backed up against the wall and I literally was coming home late as usual, coming home late. And I would just literally cry and pray. I'd pray and cry in the morning as I cried out to God at five o'clock, six o'clock, whatever time he led me, or we partnered with to pray to help me get through the day. I would pray in the car on the way to my job. Then when I got in the car, I had to pray on the way home so that I could be of some good of some use to my children and even the ministry that I was doing part time at the time. And so I continue to do this. I now live um, on the third floor and God had had me move. And that's another story. I'll give a testimony on one day. He had me move out of the comfort of my 3000 square foot home to, um, to literally half of that or more than half of that. And I was like, God, how am I going to to live in this modest space. I was unaware then that I was going to be released from my job. And so had I not listened and heard from God when he said, leave this place, leave this house, leave, it didn't make sense. I was like, what? This don't make sense. People going to think that I done lost my mind, you know, moving in from this, where I live, this 3000 square foot space into this, you know, less than 1500 square foot space. They going to think I'm doing bad in these streets. And so God has had to deliver me in an area of people pleasing and in, in a number of other areas as well. But back to what I'm trying to explain about hearing, had I not listened in that moment when God said, leave, he said, leave, go now. He gave me a plan. And I remember I was working and he came into my work day and he said, stop what you're doing. Start looking for a place. And I'm like, huh? And, and literally I was busy. I was so busy and I was bargaining with him and I'm like, God, I am way too busy for this. Like, and I didn't even want to do it. Right. I didn't want to be obedient because it was not comfortable for me. I was like, there is surely no way that you are having me to uproot the comfort of my beautiful home to go and live in, 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 in this, in a modest space less than at that time, what was perceived to be less than what I felt like I deserved because of what. I had built all these years. Um, and so God had begun to deliver me and help me in these areas. So he said, leave, move, leave this space, move from this space. I'm going to lead you and guide you with where to go, when to do it. And I was obedient. Thank you, Jesus. Because let me see, June, July, uh, yeah, three months, three months later, um, ironically, so the divine number of three, I was then released and had lost my job. And so 
the what I was paying right to live and dwell in the space that I was in God saw beyond that I couldn't see it at the time but he did and so we must partner with him in prayer to hear and listen and obey to what God has to say because we see to the hill but God sees over above and beyond that and so we must always even when it doesn't make sense listen to what he is saying and and if it's and if you're not sure then take it back to confirm if you receive a word from someone who has prophetically been giving you a word from God or perceived to be from God take it back to God and listen for the next instructions he may not give it to you right then he may wait a day or a week or a month or whatever but do not move forward until you know that you know that you know that it is truly the Lord your God that is giving you this instruction to move forward because the decision that you make can be a detriment to your future so the testimony that I'm giving is not only listening and hearing in that moment when God was unctioning me to move from the dwelling that I once lived into where I live now I used to come up the steps from work every single day I live up third three flights of stairs again I live on the third floor it's a divine number I you know just sitting here listening I'm laughing because I'm receiving even more revelation more than he's already given me about why I'm here and how I got here so I would come step by step by step y'all I would be so broke down at the end of a day just mentally emotionally spiritually and as each day as each step I took up the steps I would say thank you Jesus in Jesus name thank you Jesus because I would be thanking him for getting me through that day for persevering helping me to endure the pains of the day helping me to persevere through that day and this particular day I had had it y'all like I was literally thanking God step by step by step by step and so it has a spiritual connotation in addition to a natural connotation I was relying on God literally to make it up those three flights of stairs because I did not have the natural strength and ability but supernaturally God met me on those stairs every day and walked me and carried me even up those flights of stairs to make it into my home. So once I made it to my home, I begrudgingly just kind of shuffled to my room, snatched my clothes off and I laid in my bed and I said, that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. I cannot do this anymore. I cannot. I'm tired. I'm broke. I feel broke, busted and disgusted. My sister said broke, busted and disgusted. I'm woe out. I cannot take another step. I cannot do this another day. And I remember hearing a voice right then that said, quit. The voice said, it said, quit. Um, God will take care of you. Quit your job. God will take care of you. And I remember feeling relief, right? Hearing it because my natural, my natural self, my flesh, that's what I wanted to hear in that moment. And the enemy knew that. Right. But at the time, I thought it was God. Right. I, I, I quickly just came into agreement without cautiously um, waiting to hear from God and praying and taking it to before the father to assure that it was him. So the minute I heard quit, leave. God will take care of you. I was like, yep, he sure will. And, and I'm done and I don't have to put up with this. And woo, thank you, Jesus. I remember even saying, woo, thank you, Jesus. I, I can finally quit now. God has given me the word. 
Shortly after I came quickly came into agreement, I began to kind of feel a dis-ease like, mm, I don't know about that. Right. And so I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to. But I said, God, I told you I was going to be obedient and every single thing, no matter what, no matter what it sounded like, no matter what I understood that in this season, I was going to follow you, take up my cross and obey no matter what. So I decided to take it before the father, take it to the Holy Spirit before I, I, I move forward on this notion. But in the back of my mind and my spirit, I was like, yep, let me go ahead and get ready to leave. Matter of fact, I think I might leave tomorrow. I think today was my last day. I'm not going back. So I remember that morning waking up the next morning, waking up in my bed and just feeling this, this, this pit in my stomach. Like I just like, don't go, don't go, don't go. And so I'm, I'm lying there and I'm wrestling in the spirit and I'm wrestling in prayer with the Lord. And I'm like, God, I thought I heard you. I need you to clarify and make clear is this you because if this is not you then I don't want to operate in fear and I do definitely want to be faithful and operate out of faith but I don't want to be out of order and if this is not you then I don't want to be deceived by the enemy and and possibly mess up what you're doing um, in this place. And so I said, God, I don't want to go ahead of you. I don't want to do anything that you didn't call me to. So please confirm. So I'm lying there and I'm praying and I'm wrestling because I'm like my spirit, my, my meant my flesh rather. My flesh is fighting. Do you hear me? I literally couldn't get out of bed to put my clothes on. I was late to work, literally late to work because I'm grappling in my mind and in my spirit with should I go or should I not go? So I finally begrudgingly put on my clothes and I'm walking towards my bed. I'm coming out of my bathroom when I'm walking towards my bed and I get a text message from a colleague and usually they know I'm there by a certain time. And so they were kind of um, messaging, say, you okay? Like, where are you at? You're normally here. Is everything good? I looked at the message and I didn't know how to respond. And so I quickly responded and I said, I'm not coming. And I sat on the bed. I'm texting and I sat on the bed, literally fully clothed, still fighting in my flesh. And so I said, you know what? I'm not coming. I'm, I'm not coming. Um, don't look for me today. I think this is it. Like, I think this is the end of the road. I can hear boys, the men in the back, in the background, <laughs> literally cued and singing that it was the end of the road. So I'm sitting on the edge of the bed and I'm sitting there listening and typing. <sighs> Y'all, when I tell you the word of the Lord, he spoke to me clearly in my spirit. And let me know in no in in that moment that it was not him, that it was not him, and that he wanted me to get up and get to work. Y'all, let me tell you, let me tell you, I was devastated. I begun to cry because I didn't want to obey. I didn't want to do it. And then I began to cry. Just a filter of emotions flooded my mind. And and at that very moment, because I felt deceived because I thought that it was the voice of God telling me to quit. I thought it was, and I knew that I wasn't fully sure. And I was feeling that unction in my heart, like, go ahead and pray about it before, make sure. And then when he confirmed that what I wanted to be was not so, 
y'all, I was broke down. I had to get myself together. I sat there and I heard the Lord clearly tell me that it was not my last day, that I was not quitting and that I needed to obey and get up and go. I cried it out before the father. I cried it out and I got up and I text my coworker, my colleague and said, I'm on the way. I'll be in soon. And I fought all the way to that job. I prayed and prayed and prayed. Lord, help me. 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 I then discovered as I continued to pray and fast over the days beyond that day that I was deceived and that it was a half truth, which is what it was. And anything that's at half truth is still a lie. And so the devil had tricked me with this half truth, which was a lie all in all still a lie. Had I not listened to the father and waited on his instruction, I could have made a decision that would have been detriment and detrimental to what God was doing in that time and in that season. And I could have put myself out of the will of God and I could have possibly thwarted the plans of God for myself to this moment had I not done it properly and in order. And so I just wanted to share that testimony, how the, how the enemy, even though it would have made sense in my mind, like, yeah, I believe God, I have faith that God is doing a, a new thing in my life. Yes, he was, but I would have been out of order and I would have been out of the timeline that God had ordained for me, the, the training that he was training me up, the perseverance that he was teaching me through patience and the, and through endurance for ministry for the days to come. I would not have been fully equipped and trained for battle for the next season, for the thing that he was preparing me for beyond that job that I am now in and that I have entered in. And that is even yet to come in the days to come. I needed every second of that opposition. I needed every second of that persecution because it built patience in me. It actually broke down the spirit of pride in me. There was pride and people pleasing that I was dealing with that God had not yet fully, I had not yet fully been delivered from. And so there was some remnant and some residue, though I had received some deliverance in these areas. He was training me and building me and equipping me. And also he was burning up all of those things that were placed in my life that I couldn't take with me into the next realm that I couldn't take with me into the next grade on the spiritual spectrum. He was trying to help me with what to do and what to say and how to battle and war in those times. And, and as I have even entered the wilderness season that got, that I immediately went into that I was actually already had begun at that job. God was teaching me as he continues to train and equip and build me so that I can empower and equip you all to disciple and to do the will of God, to disciple others and to build the kingdom of Christ. So I, 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 he actually also reminded me of a day and um, in August of 2019, now I was released from my job in August of 2020. 
And so in August of 2019, the Lord had again, listening to the will of the father. I'm at my job. I'm working, 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 working. And he leads me into prayer at my desk and he leads me to journal and write down and prophesy over myself. I didn't know that it, that exactly 12 months later that the prophecy that I had prophesied over myself, um, that in which he was speaking to me at that time would come to fruition when it would or how it would. But he gave me at that, at that moment, Ezekiel 37. And on your time, if you have an opportunity and you may know that scripture, um, and that, that passage in the Bible. And if you don't, please, please, please go and read Ezekiel 37 and prophesy over your own life, over the dead, dry and dormant areas of your life that God is looking to breathe a breath of a fresh wind over to speak life, to prophesy the promises of God. So that day the Lord had led me to write what I heard him say. And so I have written, I actually have it still that, that, um, notepad that I wrote on at my job and it said thus saith the Lord because I wanted to to assure that when I go back to read and to meditate on that word that I was clear in when I was speaking and when God was speaking so I wrote thus saith the Lord speak life prophesy the promise it is done this day. So a year prior in August of 2019, the Lord had me say and write this out. Thus saith the Lord and to speak life and prophesy over the promise and that it was done that day in the realm of the spirit. And so he gave me five things in that time to, to list, to prophesy over. And so I went into detail writing. So the first thing was money. The next thing was marriage. The third thing was children. The fourth thing was business. And the fifth thing was ministry. And so as being led by the father at my job, I listed all five of those things and I'm still listening to God. And I begun to journal what um, in those categories, I begun to journal and to prophesy the promise to prophesy over myself with what um, what he was urging and unctioning me to do. So I'll share with you guys in the area of ministry, a portion of what I wrote in that moment. So I. I wrote a ministry, my waking up and going to sleep will be days full of ministry. My daily portion will be kingdom building tasks and assignments to glorify God and be an ambassador for Christ and lead your people to you. My light shines blindingly brighter day by day as you purify me above the value of gold and diamonds. Purification and purging requires pressure. So sustain me as I persevere under the pressure of the purification process to be an example of your glory. And I will stop there. Literally 12 months later in August of 2020, I was released from that job and my prayers were answered. And though fear and a number of other things crept in because I had to, to, operate in some unfamiliar territory and really rely on my faith 
and 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 petition for God's help in in building my faith in this season. He unctioned me one day in prayer to go back to this journal in which I wrote that day. And I cried like a newborn baby. And I thanked God for his answered prayers, for his answered prayers and for the prophecy over the promise that he had given me 12 months later. So I, there's no secret. I am not shocked. I'm not concerned. I am not, um, I'm very clear with where I'm at and what God has me doing in this area of ministry and building the kingdom. And so I, I have been challenged with, um, you know, with allowing him to govern and minister and lead and me follow because I was used to being ahead of myself and out of order for many years and doing things my way. And those that didn't do it my way had to hit the highway. And so thank God for deliverance um, because I now am able to walk in freedom and faith. So I thank all of you. I thank all of you. And I pray that you will listen and lay before the father to receive your instructions to hear and obey in every single thing, no matter what the situation is, no matter how silly it sounds that you will continue. And when you don't hear that, you will wait upon the Lord until he gives you your marching orders until you receive your instructions so that you don't go ahead of him, nor do you lag behind him, but that you walk synchronized in the time and season, according to the divine timetable and calendars that God has placed into your life. You do not want to be out of sync or out of order with the will of the father continue to petition in prayer the the holy spirit and his will for your life and you cannot fail you cannot 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 fail if you continue to walk hand in hand and partner with him in everything that you do and everything you put your hand to everything that you say for it is him and him alone that will give you the necessary guidance that you need in order to get from your now to your next. Be patient and wait upon the Lord. Glory be to God. I love you all. And I can't wait to talk to all of you guys next week, same time, same place. And for those of you that follow me on social media, you know, I do a tea and testimony every Thursday following Wednesday's podcast release. And that is where we talk about and we and we share our testimonies and we talk and empower one another with questions that people or all of you have from the podcast. So feel free free to meet me live Thursday, every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm on Facebook at Flawed and Free. I am also on Instagram Live at The Flawed and Free. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube. And that is Flawed and Free. God bless. Take care. And I love you guys. Till next time.